Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, I think it's time for a bit of Homo sapiens, don't you? We've got a very special episode today because we are going to be bringing you all the highlights of Trans Pride in London over the weekend. 25,000 people, no less, marched through the streets of London and then gathered in Wellington Arch to celebrate. And it just, it looks so good. Mumro Bergdorf spoke. And then we have got the one and only Travis Alabanza, who has done like a diary of for us. Travis is a performer, writer and theatre maker who is one of the most exciting voices in the creative world. So we're so thrilled to have them. They've been on the show before and they did this, their amazing show called Burgers, which is really wickedly funny. And actually go and have a listen to the um, chat we did with Travis because it's on the feed, you know, it's available. And they've been supporting Jonathan Van Ness of um, Queer Eye. Why did I forget the name Queer Eye? They've been supporting Jonathan Van Ness on their world tour as well. So it's such a great little diary of the whole weekend's experience, really. So that's coming up in a minute. But in the meantime, keep e- emailing us, hello at homosapienspodcast.com or on Instagram at homosapiens. Tell us what you thought of the episodes, etc., etc. Darlings, you know the drill. Now, it's time to give away one of the brand new Homo Sapiens t-shirts. We've been meaning to do this for ages, and I'm sorry we didn't do it. So I apologise. Uh, here we are, we're doing it. So... People, you've got to write in. Let's choose. Hello, I love this podcast. I've listened from the start and I'm still listening. It's like having a lovely chat with a good friend. Plus, learning all about LGBTQ plus world around me. Thank you, Chris, you gorgeous pod man. Says Madnitter74. I know exactly who that is. Hello, Kelly. And then Paul Throp says, life affirming. Five stars from Paul. I started listening to Homo sapiens at a really strange time in my life. I was unknown to me at the time, terribly unhappy, overweight and unhealthy, struggling with my marriage and being gaslit into thinking I was mentally unstable. Paul. And then it's cut off, so I can't read the end. Paul, I'm sorry, that's terrible. I hope that has a happy ending, Paul, because you said it was life affirming. Uh, the third one is says, Avoid, one star. Mm-hmm, interesting. By Dan J. Hardy. Queer is not a universally accepted word, and I'm sick of this being used as a blanket term for such a disparate group of people. I managed 10 minutes before turning off. Avoid. Um, Okay, Uh, thank you, Dan, for your lovely words. Mm, Interesting. What do you all think about the word queer? I feel like it works for me. But, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Write in. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com. Tell us what you all feel about using the word queer. People do sometimes say to me they're not happy about it. 
Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, I'm going to choose a winner. Paul, it's got to be you, because not least because I can finish reading your message, but I hope it was life-affirming. Paul, here are your instructions, because you are the winner of a brand new t-shirt. Please send us a DM on Instagram with a screenshot of your review and your address, and we'll arrange delivery. And if you don't have Instagram, Paul, because who knows, hello at homosapienspodcast.com is us. Uh, that would be lovely. Thank you. Right, I think we need to go and chat to the good people of Trans Pride. It's a, such a lovely documentary, this. Uh, so without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Travis and let's go hear from everybody. It must change! It must change! I'm asking everyone, what do you wish for for a trans future for us? Oh, that's a big question. This binary, this bullshit binary, we need to get beyond it. In a world where we don't have to worry about passing anymore. So if trans future to me looks like normal C. Um, so I'm just doing my makeup for Trans Pride, and I was thinking about the fact that last time I did my makeup for Trans Pride, it was in 2018, and I remember feeling then how huge it was, and the event has just gotten bigger and bigger. Obviously, before you can do anything that feels remotely socially good for the world, you have to first start at home, and that includes just doing a little tiny contour, um, which is what I'm about to try and do now. I'm in a cab on the way to Transpride. I was going to get public transport, but the heels are too big. So I'm in a car with my friends. Would you introduce yourselves? I'm Freddie. I'm Tommy. Why are you wearing heels in the rain? Because glamour doesn't stop just when we're protesting. That is the real tea. Freddie, you travelled to come here, didn't you? I did, yeah. I got a train at seven this morning. That's commitment. So why? What makes you want to travel to come to Transpired in London? I just, I've never been to a Transpired before. It's like the biggest one in the UK. And it'll be cool to see lots of trans people have that thing of being with community and advocating for ourselves if i was to go into your little purses sorry um we've got different transgenders here we've got a bum bag from the trans mass community and purses from the trans feminine community we are diverse in the car it's a podcast so you can't assume from our voices what is an essential that's in your bag sorry i should have went with the gender neutral term bag um that's in your bag right now that you couldn't leave the house without for a chance, please. Poppers. <laughs> Poppers. Rescue remedy. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go, the very two different types of trans people. <laughs> so we're just setting off on the march. I'm going to use slow walk for now rather than march. It's lovely seeing so many different people, seeing lots of signs. I see a sign saying trans fabulous. There's a dog that's, if we translate it, saying trans rights are human rights. <laughs> Emma, I use she and see pronouns. I've been to Brighton Trans Prides for a lot of years, but never in London. I think it's super important for other people to see us come together and to see us be unafraid and speak out and be in our truth and celebrate and, you know, also resist a lot of the things that are coming down the, the pipeline at us. And then I think for other trans people to see 
this as well. I remember, you know, myself seeing trans people come together. It does give you that feeling that you're not alone. What is one essential you put in your trans pride bag today that you couldn't leave the house without? I mean, other than my makeup, I guess it would be my sign, right? I think you can't march without holding uh, placards. Describe it. It's on a, It's not on a regular placard, right? So my sign was made last year for Trans Pride Brighton, and it says it's on a skateboard, and it's pink and blue, and it says Trans Joy on one side. On the other side, it says T for T. My name's Grace. They there. I'm marching, but also I was working, so I did all the flowers for the truck and all the stewards. No way. What does yes. that... What's that entail? How big's the task? So that was like 500 stewards. And then we made flower crowns for all of the speakers. And then we dressed the truck. We just like did an explosion of flowers, basically. Wow. And do you do that in your day-to-day? Are you a florist? Yes, I'm a florist, yeah. So uh, did you get other people in the floral industry like behind you for this? Did you do it all yourself? What was the vibe? So I did it with basically a couple of friends, some of whom are florists, some of whom are just like enthusiastic. <laughs> and it was like an all-trans team, which was really important, I think. And yeah, we basically just foraged and had some funding from the organizers. But yeah, we didn't want to take any money from any other organizations. It felt really important to just kind of like make it work with what we had and kind of find a way to do it that felt from the root and like kind of organic in that way, if that makes any sense. That makes so much sense. That's amazing. What's the queerest plant you know? Ooh, I personally really like the passiflora, which is the passion flower. Um, Because it's all the envy colours, like, perfectly. Like, you see it and you're like, it feels very deliberate. I'm going to have to Google that now and see. You should. It's tattooed on your shoulder. Wow. Yeah. I'm Jeannie, and this is Berry. Uh, Berry, for the listeners, is a really cute dog. (laughs) Hi. What brings you to Trans Wives now? Being a trans ally, I've got a trans daughter. And what do you think that people could learn from being, like, a parent to a trans child? Gosh, well, loads, actually. I mean, I've I've been on a bit of a journey, I think, myself, because I think, you know, I always thought of myself as being, you know, quite liberal and things like that, but, you know, there's lots of things about language and things like that I've learned lots about over the last couple of years and it's been a thrill actually yeah yeah and what's your hopes for the future for our community oh my gosh I really really well you know part of me kind of things just get on with it and just be yourselves and I know it's not always easy to do that but I hope that you know people more people will kind of come on board who maybe think they were kind of okay about generally about anything anyway but then kind of think oh, I'll go on that journey too and it's like it's really quite exciting you know my sign says I am trans and I am hairy horny and happy perfect amazing <laughs> political manifesto to boots oh, yeah. live love love for trans rights exactly I want it in the kitchen with a focus wall oh yeah um are you having a good trans ride? yeah it's great this is my first one really lovely being surrounded by trans siblings making me very happy. Isn't it so nice to be on the streets and like not in the minority? Hell yeah. Happy Trans Pride. Happy Trans Pride, baby. I am La Musica. This is a gorgeous look. Do you want to describe it? Yes. So I am wearing a skin-tight fluorescent green spaghetti strap dress. And I'm wearing it inside out because the outside is worn. It's my favorite dress. And the outside is worn, so it looks better inside out. It looks incredible. What brings you to Trans Pride today? Supporting trans people. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the array of identities within our gender and sexual identities are really wide. I feel that a lot of the privileges that we enjoy have been fought by trans people. And I think it's just important to have a presence and to have a voice and to support us, them, you know, 
blurring, blurring those boundaries. Blurring those boundaries. Is that a future that you want? More blurring of the boundaries of our genders? I want, I want kids to grow up loving themselves, uh, opening to explore themselves and who they are in a way that I didn't, being from a different generation. My name's Tom. Hi, I'm Mikal. And we're both stewarding. What made you want to steward today? Come along. I want to be like, uh, show up as an ally and kind of, um, I've been on this march a few times, but uh, I want to make sure it goes well, make sure everyone's safe and make sure everyone has a good time. Yeah, same. And also I'm a teacher um, and I do a lot of work with trans youth in school and it felt like I want to do something outside of school as well, like not just on my job. So just I also... Right immediately trust a steward that's a teacher <laughs> good <laughs> not saying I don't trust you Tom obviously but like you know I feel like a steward as a teacher is a good job um, we do a lot of crowd control what do you think schools could be doing more for like how are they doing for trans youth and could they be doing more I think it's a struggle. I think there's a lot of educators who are really trying to make a difference and also through the union. So I'm in the NEU and there's the NEU LGBT educators who are really trying to kind of share useful information. But um, with everything that's going on in the media, I think teachers who are less well-informed or less well-connected feel very confused and might be misled to acting in ways that are not in anyone's best interest and with all the latest kind of leaks of the government guidance a lot of people might think that's what they're supposed to do in schools even if it's not even a statutory guidance and it's not even a guidance yet it's just leaks so I think sharing information that is helpful and not trusting the media in the current situation would be my suggestion Hi, I'm Victor and I'm Jesus, both he, him our science says that basically these gays, which is us, will try to murder you if you don't leave our trans siblings alone. To the point. Yeah. And it's true that it does add a touch of humor because, as we know, it's a phrase taken from uh, the White Lotus and our forever ally and icon, Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> but yeah, it's true that we can, through, through some humor, we can also make our point across. Exactly, definitely. Happy Transpired. Thank you, Happy Transpired. Oh, hi, Carl. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Is this your first London Transpride? No, it's not. My third Transpride. When I first came, I was not out. Then the second time I came, and I was starting to transition, and I was like, okay, this is exciting, and now I'm here, and I just had top surgery, so I have to show it off. Congratulations. Thanks. For the podcast, people don't know, but they are indeed showing it off. Oh, thank you. Yes, I am. It's a good time. Why do you think Transpired is so important right now? Oh, my gosh. I mean, coming from the United States where the political climate is just abysmal, it's... It's hard not to act. How do you not? It's imperative for us to take action and use our voices because if not now, then when? And with all the legislation changing, we need to band together. We're a community. I mean, like we were just joking now that we're a community under our umbrellas. But in the end of the day, like this is community and community is the overarching theme. And we need to use our privilege that what we have in order to speak up and use our voices the way that we can in whatever capacity we can. What's a trans future that you want to imagine for us and our community? Oh, man, well, that's a big question. It needs to start young. We need to start with kids. We need to start the youth at a young age and just normalizing everything. It shouldn't, like, people shouldn't be hiding their scars. People shouldn't be worrying about passing. In a world where we don't have to worry about passing anymore, that is what really matters. This binary, this bullshit binary, we need to get beyond it. It's not relevant anymore, so people need to keep up. I mean, 
the older generation, they say, you need to give us time, you need to understand. No, we really don't. You need to get with it. You need to get with the time. So if trans future to me looks like normalcy, where we aren't having to fight for this, but that's not going to happen for quite some time, unfortunately. But no binary. Everyone using they pronouns as a default. That's a good start. My name is Maurice. I'm platinum blonde, she, her, and I'm serving cunt today in the rain. Rain or shine, umbrella on. How would you describe your trans look today? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of Kim Possible. <laughs> yeah, girl, you look yeah, good. You look good, girl. Kim Possible, cheeks are out, you know. Where's Kiki Palmer's husband at? <laughs> I'm asking all my fellow trans people, what is it that you imagine for a trans future? What do you want for us? Ooh, trans liberation. I find that question really hard. Like, It's kind of like when people talk about gender euphoria. I just kind of feel like gender euphoria cannot exist in a system that is binary already. So I'm not even sure if liberation is possible. But for me, it would be being able to walk down the street and not be harassed. That would be great. Thanks. Amen to that. We are going to get it today. We're going to fight back if we see it today. Absolutely. Hi, my name is Basil, and I use they, he pronouns. And tell me what your sign says. Well, I'm no, on... I want the fu- <laughs> no, 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 I want the funny one. Okay, I can't take any credit for this. It's a fantastic account on Instagram called Girl of Swords. It says, they, them, pussy, killed the nuclear family. <laughs> Thank you very much. Happy Pride. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm a doctor for the NHS. So we're coming into the main doctor in charge. Everyone needs a little bit of support. I think a lot of the discussion in the media at the moment is not very supportive of trans people. And actually a lot of doctors have been stepping up to be quite unkind. And I think it's important that other medics, healthcare professionals, everyone kind of makes it very clear where we are on the matter. Because quite a lot of people don't really know that their doctor is going to support them, that their paramedic is going to support them, that their biomedical scientist, that their radiographer, everyone is on board, actually. Behind closed doors, everyone is on board. But people aren't very vocal because whether they think it's 
you know, white knighting or anything like that. So a lot of people are, are trying to make it clear and be more kind of vocal about it because otherwise a lot of kind of quite unkind people think that they're the majority when they're very, very much not. And they know it because they only say things very quietly. Um, they never say it in any meetings. They never come out with anything. The most things that they come out with is just kind of things like... Um, you know, oh, we need to be careful with women's spaces and informed consent because blah, blah, blah. But it's all quite unkind stuff, and they know it, so they say it very quietly. I know that going to the doctors myself as a trans person can be quite intimidating. What advice would you give for trans people listening to be able to advocate for themselves in an NHS setting? So I made a course for doctors, for healthcare professionals, because a lot of people don't know. A lot of it is ignorance and not knowing where we are with things. Our medical education is absolutely dire. It's only in the last couple of years, mainly after um, Black Lives Matter, actually, because a lot of the universities scrambled to prove that they weren't racist. And a lot of trans people kind of went, well, while you're at it. And so they slid through quite a lot of inclusive things for disabled people and people of colour and trans people were included in all of that bubble. So this course that we made, um, it's called Caring for Transgender Patients. It's on FutureLearn and it's free. And so if you tell your doctor, if your doctor's disappointing you in some way, it's probably because they don't know, because the rules are very clear that we're not here to be unkind to our patients. The rules are very, very clear. And so by doing anything that isn't supportive, you are very much going against all of the guidance from all of the different groups that are in charge of everything. So the GMC, the HCPC, the Nursing and Midwifery Council, they've been very, very clear that they are supporting trans people because it's the right thing to do. It's the most cost-effective thing to do. It's better for everyone's outcomes. It saves us all work and we're all very overworked and we don't want to do more work. So it just makes more sense to be supportive and kind. So making sure that you know about things and what to do is important. And so most of the unkind stuff is because someone doesn't know. There are the outliers, obviously, and they're very vocal. But we just need to make it very clear that everyone who's in charge of us, who's in charge of our licensing, has been very clear. So we just need to abide by that and, and educate ourselves. And this course is a really good one to point your doctor towards and other bits and pieces. Sorry, this rain is wild. I like don't know how I look anymore. It's all like going down the hair. Okay. <laughs> So I've got a poster or a placard that says Free Mama Hugs and I made it because I originally walked Pride with my son a few years ago because he's been assaulted several times for doing drag and through him I've met a lot of people who are trans and have talked to me a lot about not being able to talk to their families or who have been ostracised from their families so I feel it's good to show that some parents out there are supportive. How many mama hugs are you ready to give out today? As many as are needed. We're just on Piccadilly Street, so maybe not even halfway through the march. There's so many people. We, like, stopped for a second to try and get a wee in Costa, and we waited for, like, six, seven minutes and still nowhere near the end of the line of the march, which is so cool to see. Um, so many people dressed up. So many people coming out in the looks. It's really nice to see everyone in their full get-up and outfits and really chatting and smiling as well. Like, in between the chants, a lot of people just having a chance to talk and see friends and catch up. And I think, like, a lot of people might wonder or imagine, like, protests are about, like, always shouting, always doing it, and, of course, it's important. But I would say that also so often on the streets, a 
theme that keeps on coming up is people just saying being on the streets and not being on their own this time around. There we go. The march and chants are starting back up right on queue. Marching to the front. Where are you going? You look great. Thank you. We were trying to find T-Boys, but... Of course. Can you tell me what T-Boys is? It's a night for and by centering trans boys and trans masks. And why are you coming to Trans Pride today? Because we live in a context in which lots of factions from left to right are fighting against our safety in existence and trying to use us as a political football in a much bigger culture war. And I think it's really important we're out here and we're celebrating each other and that we're supporting each other so that it doesn't wear us all down. And speaking of not wearing us down, you're doing the God's work in this outfit. I've got some leather hot pants with a... What do you call this? I call it like a hot string vest. Uh, And it's raining, so I'm a little bit like gleaning. (laughs) And I have a great sign today as well. It says, looking for a bae who wants to get in my pants as much as J.K. Rowling does. Oh, it's so good. Have you found a bae yet? No. This time. (laughs) What brought you here to Transpire today? Just to celebrate and meet new people. Yeah. It's nice to like see everyone together. Have you been before? Went last year and it was too hot to stay. Too hot. Well, now look, we've got the opposite. Yeah, exactly. That was too rainy. We're only working in binaries clearly here. I'm asking everyone, what do you wish for for a trans future for us? Oh, that's a big question. Just like, I don't know, exception everywhere really. It would be nice to see that. For more people to be comfortable and to have like safe spaces everywhere. Within work, within, you know, going out, partying, just everywhere. Honestly, literally to go outside of the house and not be afraid. Like, having those safe spaces, it means so much to us. Throughout these years, obviously, getting more comfortable with, like, myself transitioning, but there's still so much that needs to be done, and our voices really need to be heard. And seeing how big that this protest, this pride has become, it just needs to be, it needs to get even bigger. Like, we need to just spread these voices. It's huge. Are you taking photos for Transpired? Yeah, well, yeah. Can I interview for it? Look, you're on the other end now. Exactly. You're all good when you're snapping photos of me, Holly. I've just, you know what, you're not even going to get a choice. I've just bumped into Holly Revel. Hiya. Uh, Holly, you spend a lot of your life archiving the queer community. Why do you think it's important? Because there's not much of an archive. It's growing now, but certainly when I started out, there was nothing hardly. I mean, there is some bits. And also for representation, for positive representation, because there is very little of that. And with today's politics and that, to show people as they truly are, as opposed to how they're represented in the media, and to try and get rid of some fear. But first and foremost, for, the, for our people, for our community. A project of yours I really want to shout out, and maybe you can talk about, is the one you've done recently around transmasculine identities and photos. Could you introduce it and tell us a bit about that? Yep, so it's called People Like Us. It's still ongoing. It's going to be a photo book next year. It began when a friend started their transition back in 2017 and there wasn't hardly any visibility or talk back then. I was certainly learning and I felt as someone who was documenting the community, I'd actually neglected an area. So that was my initial sort of purpose and it's grown to over 50 people of all sorts of different identities from that area of the community it's becoming an audio project as well and it'll be a photo book next year 
and lots of exciting things happening with that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Holly. Happy Transpired. <laughs> Love you, Travis. <laughs> Can we all make some noise for the incredible, the legendary Munro Bergdorf, everybody? <laughs> Today is about love and rage. We've got so much to be angry about that I think it's really important to stand in the love as well. And that we don't look at the darkness for long enough for it to blind us for a moment. Remember that we are the light. We are the solution. My name is Sean Seifer-Wall and I am co-founder of the Intercess Justice Project. Because I have been harmed for having a body that defies conventional notions of male and female. I fight so that no one has to live with the scars, mutilation, and emotional trauma from medical violence. So my ask to you today is that will you fight with me? I loved your speech. It was incredible. I just wondered if you have any energy left to give a quick interview. Are you sure? Yes. So my name is Sean Seifer-Wall, co-founder of the Intersex Justice Project. And you tell our listeners who may not be aware, what is the Intersex Justice Project? What are you doing? So intersex is like sex characteristics uh, that are considered by the medical establishment to be atypical for male and female. Um, Often intersex children are harmed because of it. Um, So the Intersex Justice Project was formed in 2017 to actually challenge medical authority and demand bodily autonomy for intersex uh, young people. What do we think we need in a future that's going to accept and liberate intersex people? There's so much, right? I think we need reparations for people who have been harmed. I think we need affirming health care. I think we also need just people to get curious about their own bodies, about their own experiences. Because the thing is, it's not just intersex people. Like, intersex affects all of us. Thank you so much. Happy yeah. Transpired. Thank you. Happy Transpired to you. I'll bring you flowers through the rain. There is pride in the harder path taken. There is a pride in something that feels like a struggle because laced within it is so much freedom. Thank you so much, Shantai. So we're coming to the end of Trans Pride now and I am here with one of the co-organizing bodies. Lewis, congrats on another huge event. Why do you think that people keep on showing out bigger and better than every year before? Why do you think it keeps on growing for us? I think it's because we are a marginalized community and we are facing injustices every day. And I think people can see those injustices and they want to stand up and and show support and solidarity with us. There's a lot of trans people who don't get to exist in the daytime because of how gender non-conforming they are. And this is a safe space for them to be seen in the daylight and be free and be proud and be surrounded by so many other fucking gorgeous, fabulous trans people. And lastly, I'm asking everyone, but I feel like coming from you after helping to run this event, what do you want the trans future to look like for us? I just want us to be able to have like normal jobs and see be normal people and not have to like worry about fighting for fucking healthcare every single day. I just want to hang out with my friends. I want to just go to the park. I just want to chill. I want to go out for a nice fucking dinner without thinking, talking about how somebody's trying to take away my rights or how friends died. I just want to live peacefully. 
Amen. I love you, Lewis. Thank you so much for organizing this. Love you, baby. Happy Trans Pride. I dropped the mic in a puddle. So I'm about to march on out of Trans Pride here. It's been such a beautiful day, getting to watch so many of the speeches. I really feel like what Lewis has been saying about love and rage has been so important. I think it's so easy to like have one type of emotion. I know myself as a trans person watching the news, it's so easy to just be full of anger. And I think what's surprised me about today is that there's been so much love, so many gorgeous hugs, so many beautiful things like that. What it makes me hope is that for the future we hold on to this joy and that no matter what gets thrown at us, that we continue to imagine more for ourselves as well. There's so many different options of where to go tonight, so many different club nights, but I'm going to head to T-Boys because I think I was influenced by Nim in the T-Boys block march and all of their outfits looked really good. So whatever you're doing, however you experience Trans Pride, I hope you check out all the organisations mentioned and people mentioned and I hope to see you here next year. Make some noise for Travis Alabanza, everybody! That just sounded so great. I wish I'd been there. I will be there next year because I'll be back from Australia by then, we hope. Um, next week, we will be chatting with the Jake Shears of Scissor Sisters fame, of Jake Shears fame. He's such a brilliant man. He's written this amazing new album called Last Man Standing. So that's what's coming up next week. Tune in. You shan't be disappointed. Get in touch in the meantime at Homo Sapiens on Instagram, at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. Email your comments, your questions and agony uncles to hello at homosapienspodcast.com. It's not a show without you people, so please do. All right, sending you tons of love and thank you so much to Travis for doing such an amazing documentary about trans pride. It was more than we could ever dreamed of, so thank you. All right, everyone, bye now. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 